Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. And Andy Brant Bernard. We, uh, I think Alex is going to join us, I think. <clears throat> yeah, she's about? just going to be late, she said. She's bringing the kids in, I thought. Yep. She, oh, she is going to bring them in. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Oh my God! Powerball hit two, two point oh four billion by the time numbers were drawn. Nobody won. It's up to two point three billion dollars now. And what are, what's it expected to be when it's all said and done? Who knows? Come Wednesday. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> yeah, come Wednesday, it'll be what two and a half billion. Wow. Or 2.4, 2.3 billion. Well, it's 2.3 billion now, so 2.4, 2.5. Yeah. About a quarter of which you actually take home. Yeah, well, there there is that. But no, not still. it's not a quarter, but it's about a half. Well, between the lump sum uh, penalty yeah, that's and the taxes. That's true. You'd get a, what, about 700 because million? Because it's, ta- it's taxed at like 50% or something. Or it's, it's just boom, 50% gone. Yeah. Right maybe there. maybe more considering state taxes. Yep, right that it's just yeah, fifty to sixty percent just gone all to the state. So did you boys get out there and vote today? Oh no, yeah. Thank you for the reminder. I, I have not, not either. Get to the, we've got to get to the polls and do our do our due diligence. I'm uh, gonna be honest with you though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, we're, our duty. I guess our duty. Our, it's our that, duty. That, yeah. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I usually have a good idea who I'm going to vote for. I have no clue who I'm going to vote for today. Not a clue. I'm not fond of any of these people. Nope. But whether, whether you got these two extremes. Yeah, uh, and that's the whole deal, isn't it? And unfortunately, regardless of who you vote for, we're all going to die, it seems. I mean, they, they paint this picture of each person being this yep, horrific the end of the world. End of times kind of uh, scenario. So you know, we're just sunk. 
End of times. Look at this picture. Uh, my oh, look at that. Oh, my stolen first birthday. Yep. Or my my stolen seventy first birthday and his first birthday. Oh wow, what a great. So photo. That's a great picture, Andy. That is so sweet. Look at Ethan. Yeah, that was over in uh, Breakers. My buddy Ethan. Oh, was it really? Yep. And that was a long was a time. A long ago. time ago. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I brought up something on the um, the morning show this morning. I want to run by you guys too. How people change over time. Okay, because, you know, I've talked about this on the show before, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I go back to the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010. I go as far back, I go by decade, and I watch TV shows from those eras just to see how people were different. People were tremendously different 60 years ago. And, Huge difference. And when, when, when an individual has made mistakes or have done things 40 years ago, no one wants to accept the fact that they have changed. No, that's very true. With, with that's the culture. That's very true. I mean, you, you, you've said, I know that you've said things and I've said things years ago that I'm, I, at this point I'm embarrassed. With, in, yeah, in the I agree. I'm embarrassed of saying. There, there are feelings, there are perceptions I had. I'm embarrassed about <clears> now. Yep. But I've changed. Well, here's an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, and I find it fascinating. So this, there's a show called Bullshit with Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. It, it was on until, God, I don't know. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. I think it was on until like 2005, 2006, something like that. So this episodes I, were, I was watching uh, over the weekend were from 2003. And I found this to be fascinating because they posted a reporter about 300 feet from the U.S. Capitol. Now, this is 19 years ago, okay? Mm -hmm. So they post a reporter, and he's asking everybody the question, do you think it would be okay to protest at the U.S. Capitol? That was their question. Mm -hmm. Almost 100% of the people who said, no, it would not be okay, were conservative. And 100% of the people who who were liberal said, yes, you should be able to go in that building and protest all you want. That's because conservatives were in power. But isn't that amazing, though? You look back at it, and it completely flipped that it was the Republicans going in there, you know, stir, or not Republicans, but conservative people going in there, uh, stirring the pot, and uh, the liberals are calling it, you know, federal crimes and all that. And, and they talked about lethal uh, invasion of the Capitol. The only reason it was lethal, a cop died of a heart attack, and a woman was shot by a cop, correct? Yeah. yeah, calling it a deadly invasion. Deadly was, invasion, yeah. It's a lie. It's just straight up a lie. It's a flat-out lie. You don't Why get to do kill someone that? and then say that it was a deadly attack. It's like, yeah, it's because you killed someone. Yeah, well, there you go. And I'm not saying anybody was right or anybody's wrong, but in 19 years, the idea flipped 100%. Yep. Isn't that amazing? Like I said, it's if I'm in power, then you should have no right to protest. That's what it is, Because too. I'm the good guy. Whoever is in power is running the show. Yep. You should not be able to protest against the person in power if, by the people, according to the opinion of the people who are in power, or yeah, people exactly. support people in power. So that was uh, George W. Bush was president yes, in 2003, right? So there you go. They were, the Republicans were in power, so they said, no, you should not be able to, to protest there. It, it's so hilarious. It's about how you vote is how you would uh, Take a stand on that. Mm-hmm. Now, the next episode, I did not watch the episode yet. I will. But the very ne- next episode of Penn and Teller's Bullshit, which is, like I said, it's on Hulu, I think, is where I watch it. 
the very next episode I haven't watched yet is, this is also from 2003, Climate Change is Bullshit. That was, and those guys are very liberal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, at least uh, Penn is. I don't know anything about Teller. Yeah, Teller doesn't talk. I guess that's so the whole to, idea. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, exactly. I don't know that they're, I wouldn't necessarily say they were liberal, but certainly they're not conservative. Oh God! You no, know, they were, I think, no, I think no, they, not they, at all. Okay, they're on the they're on the left side of uh, of the center. I would guess on them. But, but how, how did this all change? Oh no, there are children here. Children. Uh oh. Oh, Fawny didn't come. Yeah, she's here. Well, she she's is out there doing um, stuff. Oh, you got your. Oh, oh, you have grandpa's cell phone. You have a cell phone now. He's got his jitterbug. Why does he have a phone? That's Grandpa's. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. That oh, was Don's? It, yeah, it doesn't work, it but he likes actu- playing with it. It was actually yours. It was, huh? Yeah. No, I think Mom <laughs> told him that you bought it for oh. maybe or something. Oh, no, it's funny. Don't worry, give shorts. Bob Bob a hug. Yay! It's a little cold out for shorts. Yeah, why are you wearing shorts? It's cold out. What That's is it out? It's 43 out right now. Oh, you have sweatpants on? Well, considering it's okay, about a storm for, what, four days straight? Uh, you guys coming to Bop Bop's house after the podcast? Yep. No, we're not. Well, I thought you were. What? Why would we? Why would you we're on the Because something show. I got for them. Uh-oh. You could come by for 10 minutes. We're coming over tomorrow. Yes, we are. All right. Never mind. Okay, now, since she's not... What's with you? Today. today. We're going to Costco. Today. Today. How exciting. We're going to um, Costco. i got to bring this up because it was so very, very sweet. What? Just one sec. One sec, honey. So last night, Nana and I were up, uh, went back home and watched a couple of shows. And the second show we watched was an ep- episode of Derek. Which is uh, Ricky Gervais' show from, it was the one before oh, Aftermath. Oh, right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was called Derek. It was really good. And all of a sudden I hear your mom blowing her nose. And she's been very stoic since her father died. You've stoic. noticed that, right? Stoic. Yeah. That she's been, you know, very stoic about it. And let's not do that, honey. Yeah, it makes a lot of noise. It's really loud. <clears throat> but anyway, so, um... Honey, Sage, you can't do we that. Can't, it makes too much noise. You can drive it on the ground, okay? But yeah, we can you hear go. it in our headphones when you do that. Oh, Stout's Island. There you go. She got her Stout Island sweatshirt on. Okay. What was I just talking about? I forgot. Mom's been stoic. She was blowing her nose. Yeah, she just, so instead of blowing her nose, I look over at her. And for the first time since her father died, and the color guard is tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. Well, those color guard people they stay busy man holy god you gotta yeah. book them way up front yeah she said that there had been there was like a random opening tomorrow otherwise she couldn't get them until spring till spring exactly <laughs> yeah so that's a good thing but in any case so she's been very stoic and just shoulder to the wheel and getting the job done which is Kath- very catherine like yes it is i look over and she's bawling her eyes out no oh, dear she's crying really hard do you know wh- why she started crying so hard something in the show something was on television so fun what do you th- what would make nana cry it's a pretty tough question for a six-year-old She'd know, though. Once I tell you, you'll know. You'll go, oh, I know why she cried. You somebody ready? died in the show? Nope. Well, something died on the show. A dog? 
they had to euthanize a puppy. Puppy. And she started bawling like a mad woman. Yeah, Fawn, why did you think of that? When yeah, Bob Bob asked you why, yeah, what would make on, Nana sister. cry? <laughs> Euthanizing a dog. <laughs> but I thought that was so cool. I can't that she, believe you didn't get that. She felt so much emotion because they had to euthanize, that Derek had to euthanize his dog. Yeah. She literally started bawling her is, eyes out. It's terrible. And she was very upset about that. And I said, honey, you have to understand something. It was my birthday. Yes, a couple things went wrong. But I was there with you and the family. That's all I cared about. Oh, did you talk about Dad's diva status at his birthday yesterday? Diva? No. Okay. I don't want to talk about where we went. Okay, we went to a restaurant. Yes, don't say where it was, though. Delicious food. It was waiter was Burger awesome. King. It was Burger King. King Burger. Oh, food was delicious. The waiter was his first shift Very nice ever. Guy. Romeo, mm-hmm. great no, guy. No problem with him at all. No, he was great. Um, but we got there, and Mom had made the reservation, and they said that we could, they couldn't fit a party of eight. Well, no, they said they could. Originally. Yes. Apparently, they were like, "We can't fit a party of eight. And then they're like, "Oh, we can push two tables together and we can fit a party of eight. Mm. And then we got there, and they were like, "We don't have a table. You have two tables, two separate tables. So we could either sit at a high top with bar stools, Ish. or two tables, just right next to each other, just not touching." Dad wanted to leave. He didn't want to go there anymore. And then he, we decided to stay, but he didn't eat because he just was too. Okay, do you want to throw in the important rot, part of this? Rot with sadness. You want to throw the important part in? What's the important part? The third time in a row I went to that restaurant, they screwed everything up. That was the third time in a row. What do you mean row. they screwed everything up? I went to do screw- a takeout order there about a month ago. It was got it home, and it was all wrong. All of it was wrong. And I didn't want to drive all the way back, so we ate stuff that we didn't even order. Then we went there a couple of weeks ago. And had a reservation. We got there, and they said, you don't have a reservation. I said, yeah, we do. We made the reservation. Uh, no, you don't. So okay. we had to just turn around and leave. Oh. Then we show up for my birthday party, and I can't sit with my whole family. We were no. right next to you, that and we could matter. talk to you the whole time. Yeah, Three no, times. it's not the same. It's yeah, not the same. not the same. But the not eating at your birthday dinner that mom tried to. I was rather angry about that. You were. But And here's the reason I was so angry, because the person, I won't even say it was a man or a woman, had such an attitude about it. It was unbelievable. That's why I got angry. It's like, I don't have an attitude. You're the one who screwed up. And now you're going to pull an attitude on me? I don't think so. That's exactly right. And I, and I'm 100% behind you, Tom. And that's sort of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah and, there you, you go. Well, I would also, and you, I would also. And you would have been better served leaving. I think you leave and go to Burger King. I should have. I said we could go to Culver's. It was right by a Culver's. Well, there are a million. Look, Fish and chips at Culver's. I know yeah. the owner of the restaurant, and that's why I don't want to say the name of the restaurant, because I'm going to talk to that person and say, look, three times in a row now I've gone and they screwed up everything they touched. you got to do something about your management down there. You really do. Well, you can't even get employees right now. Oh, my God, Andy, you're right about that. Where the hell did I just go? Was I, oh, I was over at Cub over here. Right, uh, right down the block, the Cub, right there on on the way at the Highway 294, it's 394. They're begging people to. They need like ten yep. people, and they're begging people to take a job. Yep. Why won't people work now? What's the problem with working? I I, I think they went through the COVID. They got a little bit of sub, a little bit of unemployment or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They <clears throat> found that their life was much simpler 
with less responsibility. That's so true. Why work if you can maintain a simple life on on that much money? I mean, why work if you're eating and you can do the happy things that you want? You're all set. It's true. Look at Ethan in that picture, Alex. Oh my gosh, he looks like a different. I know he does. <laughs> he looks like a completely well, he was different human. Three, four months, four months old. Four months so old. scrawny. Yeah. So he was, happy yeah. first stolen birthday and seventy first regular birthday. <clears throat> Love Andy and Ethan, the birthday stealer and Melissa. Very good, stealer. thank you. Uh, but Ethan, no. I most babies that I know that were skinny are like were always skinny, and so for him going from so skinny to so chunky. His, it, he just looks so different. He, oh, he looks totally he looks different. like a totally different kid, yeah. He's got a great attitude, though. He, has, he does have an attitude. Mm-hmm. He does. That's for, I like his attitude. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it's a great attitude. <laughs> but he, he's got one. He's there allergic. you go. <laughs> but might he be the individual who maybe was upset by not having what he wanted on TV, not eating? Does he have that kind of attitude? Yeah. He, well, he just is well, most, yeah, lately he won't eat. He's the most, like, serious baby I've ever met. He is a very serious baby. He's the most baby. serious baby I've ever he met is, in my life. Right. Like, he's not all, like, he's not, like, laughing and smiling. and like, he, he, do, he will laugh and smile. But it's like you have to work really hard. Yeah. At home he's fine, but, yeah, around yeah, like people in, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's just oh, kind of like, to smile at me. He and, I, he and I get along really well. I, I get mean, along with kids anyway. It's not that you don't get along with him. He just is kind of like, he's. Mm-hmm. he seems judgy. Oh, he definitely <laughs> is judgy. Judgy baby. <laughs> he's one year old and he's already judgy. <laughs> he gives me a look like, what's your problem? What the hell's your deal? <laughs> Why are you, you looking you at look, me? You, what are you looking oh, 100%. at? We have Joe on the phone. Joe is ready to go. Hey, yo. What's happening, Joe? Not a lot. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. It was very, very nice. Had the birthday yesterday. Ian, uh, Ethan's first birthday yesterday as well. And now i got to wait five more days because five days from now it's Mark Rosen's birthday and he'll be the same age I am. I am six days older than Rosie. Hmm. So that works out perfectly. I'm yeah, six. Well, you're, you're exactly 20 years and 20 days older than me. Yeah, I got that. I got that email this morning. 20 years and 20 days. There you go. I love it. That's kind of wild. I never thought about that before. Never before. So what's the latest? We got. Uh, we had two teams that won over the weekend. The Gophers and the uh, Vikings won over the weekend. Anything else uh, that mattered happen on the weekend? Nobody won the Powerball. Nobody no. won the Powerball. Making some bitch go up even more. Did, it, did anybody win it yesterday? Nope. No. They oh. didn't have it yesterday. Oh, they did. When did they have it? Oh, yeah, they did. They just didn't get their shit together in time. Oh, that's right. They didn't get it in time, but oh. they did have the Powerball. Oh, yeah. Some one state couldn't get it together in time, so they didn't do did it. Did anybody win it yesterday or no? Nope. No. So it's why are they? Two point nine billion. Was it two point nine billion no. already? It was one point nine like yesterday. Yeah. Oh, There's no way yeah. it went up a billion. So 2.3 is what I had heard. 2.3 billion. Current Powerball jackpot. A lot of different responses. Well, 2.04. It's like, yeah, just over two, basically. Well, but that's before the numbers were drawn. And then when the numbers were drawn, it went up to 2.3 because nobody won again. Still? So when is it tomorrow? Is it? It seems like every every other day. It is tomorrow. Okay. Hey, listen, maybe I should play because I did a meat raffle this weekend. Yeah, you won the meat raffle. To fundraise for Fawn's dance <laughs> lessons. And I won a free drink. So I See? was drinking a beer at 
3 o'clock in the afternoon, which felt kind of weird, at the VFW. Sure. And then I won two rounds of meat raffle, of meat. So. We won a, what, a meatloaf? You won meatloaf and then a pork, pork shoulder. Yep. Oh, we won a pork shoulder? I'm sure we'll be making that on Wednesday. Mungus, no. No? Mom got everything catered. Oh, yeah, she there's did. food everywhere? Is it the party there's was catered? food everywhere. Yep, it's all true. No question about it. So, Joe, what's in the, what's going on in the future? What are you doing now? Wow, just chilling, trying to get healthy again, as usual. As usual. Me too. So, do you, are you working what, through the, all this, or do you, do you get the time paid leave off? No, I'm on disability right now. Oh, okay, well, that's good. So, you're not, you're paying the bills and everything's good, then that's good. Yeah. Mo definitely. All right. Uh, when they say that drinking can really ruin and screw up your life, they weren't kidding. Oh, there's no yeah, doubt. The liver about can that. heal itself, but it takes a while. And they oh, can't heal from everything. Yeah, I mean, the abuse I put my body through with all that liquor. And the really wild thing is, is my endocrinologist did some tests on me and told me that my liver was in good shape. Huh. Well, it's a resilient organ. Huh? It's a resilient organ. Yeah, but when you spend 30 years beating the hell out of it with booze. <laughs> yes, that'll do it. Yeah. You, know, you guys drink wine. I'm the hard type guy. I drink whiskey. Oh, no, I drink liquor almost exclusively. Yeah, Andy's not a big winer. Great. Guy. Yeah. No chaser. Nope, no chaser. I've always been that way. I don't drink very much, though, because it gives me horrible heartburn, and I sleep there like crap. Go, that's why. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll, I can only do, like, maybe three shots in a day. Yeah, well, by the time I was by, at the height of my alcoholism, uh, I don't know if I told you guys this before, but I was putting, every 24 hours, I was putting away two-fifths, two pints, and a half pint. Oh, that's a lot of booze. Yeah, it sure is. It's a little more than I drink. Yeah, you're lucky to still be alive. It's taking me a while to get back to normal. Yeah, I can understand that. That's uh, it's going to be a little bit hard on you. There's no question about that. You know, it's interesting though, Joe. And I, I pointed. Well, I think I, I haven't pointed out to the family yet. Is that uh, I just found out the lead singer in our band, Guy Laurent, died on September 23rd, and nobody told me. Mm. I've known Guy since we were in seventh grade together at St. Anne's, and he, Greg was our bass player, and Guy, they're twins, Guy and Greg Laurent. And guy died December, uh, excuse me, September 27th, and nobody told me about it. We did the count: Terry Burnham, Tommy O'Brien, Greg Lundine, me, and Mark Merrills. There were five of us left out of 27 guys that used to hang out together. 22 of them are dead. That is scary. And a lot of them died in their 50s, 60s, early 60s. So it wasn't like they grew, grew old and died. I just think a lot of it, and I'm not saying that, you know, the guy was not a big drinker or anything like that, but some of those guys put her away and had cigarettes doing it too, and man, Doc, wow. you're here. Yep, it all adds up. It all adds up, and that chronicity of uh, use, whether it's cigarettes, whether it's alcohol. Yep, it's about and long over time. And, and I fear, I fear the chronic use of marijuana when, oh, people, yeah. when it's legal and people start token, you know, a pack of marijuana cigarettes every day, you know, what's going to happen? There's going to be problems. Yeah, and everybody's going to say, oh, I can't believe this. Well, you shouldn't be smoking that stuff. Don't smoke. Why do they smoke it? You can take the, the 
of tinctures or you can do the tablets or whatever. Why would you inhale it? Well, I think for a, it's like the same people reason. People are smoking or used to doing it that way. Yeah, exactly. Guess, yeah. It's the same reason people smoke cigarettes rather than chewing tobacco or whatever. It's, the, you know, the smell reminds them of, yeah. you know, being, you know, whenever they started smoking, the taste of it. It's, you get used to it. And it's yeah. just not the same. It's not about taking in the nicotine, really. It's about the habit. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. And, and people, no, I found out two days after he was buried that my best friend of 40 years died. We used to get stoned all the time in high school, smoke cigarettes. He quit drinking a long time ago, tried to tell me that I needed to, but it took me a while for it to catch up. But it uh, turns out that uh, one of his ventricles was half black, the other one three-quarters blocked. Ooh. And... He blew a hole between the walls of the chamber. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, that can happen. That can't be good news, I wouldn't think. No, that'll ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> that would ruin your it'll, day. That's it'll, be, a... it'll be your last day often. Well, it yeah. was. The uh, Widowmaker heart attack. Yep. Well, the Widowmaker is the uh, left descending artery, right? Yeah. LAD. Yeah. Left anterior descending. Mm-hmm. That's one that kills you fast. Well, it's because there's no symptoms until it's 100% blocked, and then it's just boom. Yeah, and there's no and there's no watershed to the... That's pretty much what it was. He left at about 9 o'clock, went over to a buddy's house, they sat down, Yep. smoked the joint, next thing you know, he's on the ground, out. Why don't they screen for that? Well, you got it's you, the you can you can have a CT scan of well you can your but why heart, don't they like you know recommend everyone get screened for or well, smokers at least well you you can do that but then it's the progression of that disease and really to find definitive answers with regards to how bad the blockage really is you have to have an angiogram an angiogram is not a, they're not is, fun it's not fun and it's not a non-invasive procedure and That's there are true. risks associated with doing that so it's kind it's kind of hard except except for the CT scan to a screen for that you can't do like an mra no too no. much movement too much movement yeah, yeah that makes sense but it's that it's really the, the you're always if you're going to have uh surgery on your heart you're going to get squirted they're going to put that dye in your heart to oh, see God. what's yeah, going the, on the pressure coming out like in the aorta yeah god that's a lot of pressure people come, have no idea and, and it gives you this giant <clears throat> flush of burning sensation it's it's not a pleasant experience yeah it's, you know, if I have to have it done, I'm not looking forward to that one. Nope. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. We better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, you're not that good at it. Oh, yes, that's true. You know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. 
One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. You know, I'm just thinking about, I think it was sophomore year of high school is when they first started chirping at us about do not get overweight, do not smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. and do not drink too much alcohol. I was at 16 years old, or I was 15, I guess. But uh, almost every person I know, it was either because of overweight, alcohol, cigarettes, or a combination of the three, or all three of them. Yep. And they all died very, I mean, honest to God, my friends started dying in their 30s, so what does that tell you? Yeah, but some of them had, they, they fell down pretty hard. <laughs> they had to yeah. have some other issues. Yeah, yeah maybe. Didn't somebody else, wasn't somebody else angry with them about one thing or another? Well, that does happen. A few slug fests going on over <laughs> yeah. in North Minneapolis, that is true. As in PB. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> very mm-hmm. true. But, yeah, it's, it's really sad, though, because I've talked to so many people now that, and it's not just me. Like I said, it makes it 27 people in in a little over two months. Wow. That is uh, unbelievable. That's absolutely un- – excuse me, it's not even been two months uh, – two years. I didn't mean not two months. I meant two years and a month is what I meant. Mm. But uh, I've talked to a lot of people that said, hey, we lost a lot of people. There. Was part of that sitting around in your butt during COVID? Oh, might, it might have been. That's what I'm thinking. I think, I mean, I don't think that would be enough to explain the sudden massive increase. But it, it might be enough to, there, there's a lot that goes into uh, not surviving chronic illnesses. That is yeah. true. Sedentary lifestyle is Sedentary very lifestyle, bad for you. Poor mental condition, you know, added chemicals. I mean, there's a thousand pieces to that that no one really completely understands. But if you're, if you're depressed and you're sick, you ain't going to get better too quick. You got to get out of the depression to get better. So, you know, physical, if a mental, mental illness is going to affect the results of a physical illness, certainly. So. Yeah, I suppose that. Well, my dad died at 62, and that was all driven by mental illness. Yeah. Because he was short, he was thin. I mean, he was a smoker when he was younger, and I suppose he hit it kind of hard, but then as he got on, he didn't drink or smoke anywhere near that much. But smoking. For smoking has been shown to help ameliorate the symptoms of psychosis and yeah, schizophrenia. Right, it, right. And it, so, so he may maybe he was maybe he was hitting the eaters harder than you think. So you know what he was smoking too, huh? He <laughs> was a tough man for a guy. Un, unfiltered fun. Chesterfield. No, Paul Malls. Unfiltered <laughs> Paul Malls, <laughs> baby. Mm. He was hitting those bad boys pretty hard. Does that do filter remember. really do anything? It does a little bit, but you know, it's just not much. Not much. Not a ton. Well, I can't imagine. It's just a bit of whatever the hell it is. Styrofoam. Makes it a little smoother to inhale. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I suppose that's true. <clears throat> you know, it's so funny about that. To this day, Catherine hates it, 
But if I walk through an area where somebody's been smoking a cigarette, I actually like the smell of that Ugh. because both my parents smoked. It reminds yeah, me of being a kid. Well, <laughs> smells are very, like, nostalgic. Oh, there's no doubt Smell memories, yeah. And, and Lindsay, Lindsay remembers her uh, grandfather smoking cigars. So if, I, if, I, if we're oh, around yeah. somebody smoking a cigar yeah. or if I smoke a cigar, which hasn't been a, has been a long time. For me, too. You know, she... Uh, she always says oh, that, that reminds her of her grandfather. Oh, the no. smell of cigarettes reminds me of Bernard family reunions. What? Mm. Nobody in my yeah. family smoked. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> so, my Yeah, we'd go to one of their houses. Everyone would start smoking. Everyone I'd be, would be smoking I'd be, constantly. you know, playing with toys on the ground, and there you go. <clears throat> and her mom's like, right back. mom's like, I don't know how many times I asked them to not smoke around the kids. Just to, like, you know. Right. It's not good for them to smell smoke, right. and they just couldn't do it. Nope. Well, no, because that was a different, that's yeah. a whole different philosophy. <clears throat> it's a whole different belief system, or yeah. you know, I, I, you know, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. They're having heaters. Well, thirty real. years ago, it was. I mean, we knew that you know, secondhand smoke was bad, but yeah. still thirty fewer years of statistics and that sort of thing. Because when I was a kid, a lot of people still thought it was a myth. They were like, "Oh, secondhand smoke's not a thing." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Secondhand smoke might be worse than actually inhaling it yourself. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but the thing about it is, well, if you're in you like a, a car, maybe if you're being hotboxed, <laughs> or it's just nothing but smoke in the car, then yeah, it's as bad as smoking a cigarette because you're just, you're breathing in cigarette smoke every time you inhale. It's can't yeah. be good for you. And, that, yeah. and people do hotbox nicotine. They get, yeah, they get their they, va- sure they, do. They, they vape that stuff and get Ugh. in a car and just keep fill a car with that vapor. And what a oh, uh, uh. mm-hmm. sounds yes. like a dream come true. A dream come true. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, what a misery. Oh, I can't Boy, those imagine were the days. Oh God, Andy, you just gave me some great. Oh, I got to mention something from from uh, over the weekend. The weirdest thing happened, and it got straightened away last night, and I had no idea. So Ethan had a birthday party on Sunday. Okay, Ethan's first birthday was Monday, yesterday, same as day as mine. But he had his birthday party on Sunday. And I spent about a half an hour talking to this guy, just having a great time, visiting with him, or schmoozing about this, that, and the other thing. I'm going, so what do you do for a living? He's, oh, I do this, that, and the other thing. And just a really nice guy. Had a great deal, great time talking to him. I found out it was Melissa's father, whom I've known for about five years. He has lost so much weight, I didn't yeah. recognize him no, at all. he doesn't look like the same person. He doesn't. Not even close even to the same person. Yeah. I know, yet Melissa... Well, back surgery will do that to you. Yeah. Dan was talking to him, and Melissa was kind of in, there. Mm-hmm. And then Dan went, well, how do you know Melissa? And Melissa goes, this is, it's my dad. <laughs> like, he literally was like, he, I had no clue. No clue that that was her father. He's until lost, she like, told me yesterday. I forget what he said. It's like 150 pounds 150 or something pounds, like that. 150 pounds, I think he yeah. said, yeah. It's he, a lot had, of he had bariatric surgery. Oh, yeah, bariatric, yeah, back surgery or bariatric? Both. Uh, both. both. He had bariatric both. surgery. For the back surgery. Yeah. Because he had to lose he a certain surgery. amount of weight for the back surgery. Yep. But I'm not kidding you. I had no idea I was talking to her father for a half an hour. I know. I had no clue it was him. I know. That was weird. Yeah. Because I thought, it, when she said, yeah, my dad was there, I thought it was the other guy she was talking about, the other guy with the glasses. It's like uh, it like going to your high school reunion and talking to people and you know, recognizing oh, yeah. anybody. I never went to my high school reunion. I never Nor did. did. Well, I, never Nor did I. I did. Oh. And I was, Dan and I were both so wildly overdressed. It was ridiculous. 
Because we went to his 10-year anniversary, and it was at, like, a... It was in Wilmer, you know, not, like, a super fancy area. But it was at, like, their country club, and it was in a room and whatever. And so everybody got kind of dressed up. Everybody was in, like, button-up shirts Mm, and women wearing dresses and whatever. Nothing, like, crazy fancy. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is what people wear to 10-year... Why can't I think of the word? Anniversary. Or, oh, reunions? Reunions. I'm like, anniversary. That's not right. And I mean, so, it is technically an anniversary. True, yes. So we went to the Rogers one, which actually I didn't graduate from Rogers, but I went there from my freshman to through junior year. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go to that one. And hang on, son. I'm telling a story. Here, Uncle Andy can open it for you. Um, and so I'm like, okay, we'll wear what you wore what we wore to yours and so i wore a dress and heels and 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 dan wore dress pants and a button-up the floor was dirt dirt yep and everybody the guys were in like shorts and flip-flops where were you was it a hoedown docks what's boondocks it used to be fun city Oh, okay. And they fun tore city. that to, fun city by our old house. Oh, that up had in like the yeah. yeah oh, fun city. I love yeah. the haunted house you wouldn't go into. So they knocked it down, and, and now it's this place called golf. Boondocks. Why did it's they like just a tear the bar. floor? <laughs> no, there's so there's a bar inside, but then they have like a it's like a pool barn basically, and oh, the floor really? was dirt, but there was like a bar and tables and stuff, and I was like, I was in he- we were. So overdressed. So they tore down the haunted mansion. <laughs> they tore down the whole it's thing. What? It's been yeah. gone for years. For a long time. Ages. I love the haunted mansion. I mean, Boondocks might not even be around anymore, for all I yeah, know. This was a couple years ago. But yeah, the guys. I know Dan. We picked up a friend of mine and her husband, and Dan was like, when he got in the car in flip flops and cargo shorts, I was like, one of us is going to be dressed wrong. <laughs> and yeah. I, and it was Dan. <laughs> What uh, city is that again? Otsego, I think, is it technically. Otsego? Is it Otsego? I think oh, it yeah, there be. it is. Boondocks Bar and Grill. <clears throat> yep. If it's you want a there? dirt floor reception, that's it, your spot. Yeah, that's it appears to be you. still there. Yeah. The they were wearing flip-flops? Well, they that were area flip-flops, has been... cargo they, shorts. They couldn't just put the cowboy boots on? They, but, no, that's not a cowboy boot area. No, not really. No. It's like... Uh, I don't want <laughs> to say too many. I don't want to be too harsh. Hill it's people? a little hickish. They're hill people. It's hickish, they're but it's people. not. They listen to country music. They're hill people. But they're not. They listen to country music, but they're not. No. Cow, like, you don't see people going to school in, like, cowboy boots and cowboy hats. A couple and stuff people like that. did that I, at Rogers, like, but not like many. Three of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, well, I mean, you remember what our high school. Uh, the Rogers High School get her motto done. was, yep, get, get her, her done. done. So get her done was the motto. That was the motto. That was the senior phrase. The senior phrase. You'll you have to pick a senior phrase. Done. And so his was, you know, they embraced the culture. They did. But they but people weren't wearing, like, cowboy boots no, and stuff like that. Really. Unless they're going to, like, a... Church. Toby <laughs> Keith up. concert. They, Larry, Larry the Cable Guy show? Going over to I Love This Bar? Oh. People loved that place from Rogers. They yep. were like, this is the greatest bar of all time. Oh, yeah, I remember. Which bar? Toby Keith's. Toby I Keith, love this yeah. bar. Oh, right down the block here? Yeah. It wasn't that bad, really. They loved it, though, because they played all of their Massive. music and stuff, and I don't know. I Man, went the once. Fun City area has been built up. Holy it really, God. really has. Oh, it's, that whole neighborhood There's a Target there. right across the street. Really? It used to be just nothing but grass. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, this was 20 years ago. Expanded. It's so, been expanded you know, at least not quite a bit. More the than whole, 20 years ago. The whole road air thing is totally different yeah. now. It's the like a freeway now. Yeah, it's true. Crazy. <laughs> no doubt about it. So, uh, was you know, uh, is her name Evelyn, the little baby girl at your party? Uh, yes. Andy? 
No. I, I was like, what was your father's baby name? Girl. I don't know. <clears throat> He's a very nice guy. I know a lot of people in town by their kids' or dogs' names. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I don't look, know it's, their it's name. Jude's dad. Oh, uh, basically, oh, yeah. yeah. I tell people all the time, like, just call me Fawn's mom or yeah. Sage's mom. I'm Fawn, like, I don't mom, care. Sage's I'll mom. respond to it. But in any case, he, he lives in Brooklyn Park. So we're talking about that. And I said, oh, my God, Brooklyn Park. I remember going out. And I don't know if it's Brooklyn Center or Brooklyn. Well, I, I lived in Brooklyn Park when I met your mother. You didn't know that? No, no. I don't think so. I thought you lived in Golden Valley. No, nope, I lived in Brooklyn Park when I first met your mother. Hmm. It's all true, but um, what? Those people live in Brooklyn Park and go to ECFE where you live? I guess. I don't know. Holy Hannah, that's a haul to get to school every morning. What? Yeah, it's probably about 20 minutes. What? That's shocking. But the reason I bring that up is because he was talking about this and the other thing. I said, oh, my God, I used to live at Mr. Bob's, which became Rostamo's Bar. <laughs> Rostamo's, yep, that's still there. On 82. They, they're redoing the whole thing. He thought they tore it down. They haven't torn the building down unless they they tore it down and built a new building in its place. Cause From what I understand, it can use a tearing down. It wasn't the most up-to-date place. So I, I think they that. may have. I think they might have torn it down, but they're building something else there. I don't know what they're putting. It looks like a bar, actually. Well, it's right next to the airport, so it I don't is, know. Yeah. They have to put something loud. Toby Keith's I love this place. But I told them. I love this airport. I told them in our conversation, I said, we used to go to Mr. Bob's, which <laughs> then became Rostamo's later on, and that was one bar you did not want to act like a tough guy in. Mm. You did not want to do that because almost every professional wrestler and power lifter that I knew was hanging out at Mr. Bob's, right? So you do want to go in there. You do not want to go into that bar and start an argument and certainly get become a tough guy in that bar was not a good idea because I will never forget this. You guys, Do you guys even remember Animal and Hawk? My two buddies, no, the Road Warriors. I remember them through stories. Yeah. I don't, you know, remember, you don't remember. You no, met them, really. but you were so young like, probably I'm at sure, the time. Yeah. A couple of great guys, Animal and Hawk, were the Road Warriors, and they're both gone now, unfortunately, both dead. There are two more guys <laughs> I know that are dead. What is Jacques? But I remember we were sitting there one time at the bar, and I don't know what this guy was thinking, but he walks in the bar, and the first thing he does is insult Hawk's wife. Great. I will never That's forget never it. Good no, no, I'm telling you, know. Joe, it was not a good decision Some to make. Some people are just really dumb. So what happened was the Hawkster looks at me. He then stands up and I'm like, oh, no, this is not mm-hmm. good. He walks over with one hand, picks the guy up and pins him against the wall about three feet off the floor. I mean, literally, without a problem, picked him up and just pressed him up against the wall and a guy's looking down at him, and Hawk says, piss your pants or I'll kill you. Oh, my god! And you saw the old water a-flowing. I'm guaranteeing the guy did pee his pants. I'll never forget that. What a bar. I don't think he had much of a choice. Oh, he had, Joe, he had no choice because that urine was coming out one way or the other. I promise you that. Where was the pickled parrot? Pickled parrot was around the, on 5th and 1st Avenue North. Also oh, in downtown. Kitty Corner from the Target Center. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep. Because I remember hearing that about that a lot. Later on in life, at first it wasn't bad at all. I mean, I used to love to go in there because it was one block away from why I used to do most of my voiceover work. Oh, okay. So that we'd go there sense. all the time, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you didn't want to go in there and lip off either. No? 
Well, first of all, going in a bar and lipping off is not a bad, uh, not, sure a, not a good idea anyway. Drinking, so. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of liquid courage. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know, that may or may not have the physique of, of uh, hawk mm-hmm. or animal. Uh, and, they, and, and they'll still mess with you. So, well, when, you're still, when you're so drunk, you can't feel pain. It's easy to be a tough guy. So, Andy, was it pickled parrot or was it just a, a quarter block uh, down? Was it jukebox Saturday night? Well, I remember you had a pickled parrot jacket. I did have a pickled parrot jacket. But jukebox Saturday night, you know who their bouncer was? Professional fighter Scott Ledoux. Mm-hmm. Another place. Let's not piss him off, shall we? <laughs> can you imagine a worse job than being a bouncer for a downtown bar? Oh God, can you even imagine no. spending your days being insulted by a bunch of drunk, tough guys? Oh, I had a friend. Oh, thank you. I have a friend who was friends with a bouncer at a downtown bar who was um, almost seven feet tall, <clears throat> and I guess the stories that he was told of men the way that men treated him like yep. you think you're so tough because you're tall oh, and like god. that kind of stuff oh, he's like god. it's like not really i'm just tall i don't know <laughs> i'm just trying to sit in this chair and like i can't help the fact that i'm tall and like yeah he, people would constantly try to pick fights with him and he wasn't a big guy either he was, he was just tall and so yeah i don't know and he's like i don't know what it is about men and tall men it's 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 men and alcohol yeah, yeah. it's insecurity. Yeah. Well, Joe, you're a sizable guy. People must have given you a little lip once in a while, huh? Not much. No, you were just too big. Well, they knew what I would do to them. Mm. <laughs> they, that helps. They figured it out ahead of time. A lot of guys and a lot of women actually too have a lot of hang-ups when it comes to tall men. Yeah, it's really weird, especially other tall men. Like yeah. men really? that are generally tall. Like if you're six three, six mm. four, six five, that's and you go tall. somebody that's six eight mm. for some reason because you're like I'm usually the tallest person in the oh, room. Yeah, yeah. One of those deals. Well, that's exactly what I'd say. I'd laugh my butt off. Yeah, like whoa, where'd you come from? I don't know. I was at this meat raffle that I was at on Sunday, Saturday. There was a guy that had to be seven feet tall. Yeah. He was extremely tall, and one suck. of the one of the other dads that was working at the meat raffle with Dan is six five, I think he said. And so I was like, he makes you look tiny, mm-hmm. and he was a big guy too. I was, and I was standing behind him in line to get my winnings. Oh, her winnings! She had to those again. I was just like, oh so my aren't gosh. Aren't you a vegetarian, Alex? I am. I sure am. So but, she didn't but get it was to eat f- any of it. But it was a fundraising thing for yeah. fun. Your family eats meat, so. Yeah, like they eat meat. Do they have vegetable raffles? They should. Mm, there you go. I don't uh, think you could make... Vegetable raffles. You could make very much money Veggie raffle. on would, a vegetable <laughs> raffle. Because they're just, they're just not the demand for that. No. Well, and then you can't no. mark... You can only mark up vegetables so much. Yeah, really. You can mark up cheap meat pretty high. That's true. Oh, that's true. That is true. Get that $10 a pound cube steak. Yeah. What are you going to do? Did you vote yet, Joe? Ugh. I don't know. Wait for Melanie to come home. Okay. The reason I bring it up... This in the Star Tribune, election day, a deeply split Minnesota goes to polls. Across the metro polling places saw a pre-workday rush. Most will remain open until 8 p.m. tonight. The turnout is expected to exceed 60%. That's a pretty high number, isn't it, in general? For for, for nowadays, yes. For it's a, usually, like, it was like 40. Yeah. yeah. For, for a yeah. midterm, that's really high, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think so, yes. So we're, yeah. I don't want to vote. We're in for it. We'll see what happens. Um, do you think, well, and again, this this 
pre-polling thing that they always do. Or I shouldn't say pre-polling anymore because you can vote two weeks in advance, yeah. which I will still never understand why they did that. Unless you have a disability, you in which then you should be. Well, able yeah, to that's vote. what it used to be about. Yes. Yeah, the early voting. Yeah, yeah. It's just so people can, you know, don't have to. It makes it more accessible for people to vote because then Talk they can vote. Get out there and vote. Because then they can vote. You know, oh, I don't have to take off work. I don't. You know, I don't have to worry about my kids. They can plan it ahead of time and then go when they have plans. You know what I find hilarious, and I'm very serious about this. I find this absolutely hilarious. Uh, Two presidents ago, it was Hillary Clinton that said the, the, that the voting was rigged and that should, something needs to happen, the vote's rigged, and then Donald Trump lost, and then, oh, the voting's rigged, oh my God, everything's rigged, and now they're pre-selling that this election is going to be rigged. Well, yeah, of course. Who's pre who's pre selling it? Uh, the Democrats. <laughs> the news is already talking about it's like just, here's how they could steal the It's unbelievable with these people. They're gonna hack the voting machines. Exactly the same thing the Republicans were saying in twenty twenty. Exactly. Now they're saying it in twenty twenty two because they're anticipating I losing know. seats. It's just if it's not me, then it's wrong. If it's me, I'm right on the money. Yeah. it's just amazing to me. I do not like politicians. I gotta be very upfront and very honest with you. I don't know who to vote for today because I'm going to go vote on the way home I from know. here. I have I don't like any of these people. Just write in a bunch of arcane symbols. <laughs> like <laughs> throw the them for glyph, a loop. Put a glyph in there. Yeah, for, exactly. Just make up your own symbols so they there's no Unicode for them. Fawn told me I should so they vote can't put for them her in the computer. Great aunt and great uncle. Her great She's like, aunt. Vote for Paul and Laura. And I was yeah, like, I will. Sure. She could vote All for right. them. Why not? Great. Well, the last uh, person I voted for got <laughs> crushed in the polls because. Uh, and then, of course, she changed parties. I thought, hey, this is you know, pretty impressive. I'm voting for a Democrat for president of the United States. I voted for Tulsi Gabbard. Within one year, she was more conservative than just about any Republican. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the, thing, that's the thing about voting. Everybody's like, exercise your right to vote. You got to vote, 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 vote. And I'm like, I don't really want to be involved in this crooked, stupid it's system where real. everybody's just playing into whatever they feel like doing that day. Eddie, would you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Would you look up and see, and nothing against them. I'm not, I'm not <clears> saying this is negative or whatever. But how much does Barack Obama get for appearing in New York and Pennsylvania? And he must make a ton of dough doing that because he's already a billionaire, isn't he? And how did he become a billionaire? You're a billionaire, but oh, he's, he's got to be close. He's very wealthy. When you're, when, you're hit, when you're hitting two or three houses, I think you're. I think you're close. Well, that house uh, he got in Hawaii is like a $20 million house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there you go. Obama's speaking fee is $400,000. Okay, that's his speaking fee, but his appearance fee is much higher than that. I don't know. Probably in the episode in, in, in the area of $2 bucks. Now, he's not getting that every time he shows up, but for the high-end ones, I bet you he's, during this season he's probably made another $20 million. And you know, again, I, God bless him. Good for him. Let's see. Barack Obama net worth uh, seventy million. No, oh, that's that's much higher than that. You think so? What? Oh, ha- God, or yes. if you have a twenty million dollar house, your net worth's higher than that. Yes. Well, not in, not if you got it for uh, not so, fr- so not so much free, but maybe close to free. Um, All right, Joe. We got to clear the line because coming up. Uh, in just a couple of seconds, it'd be Kristen Burt. But so you got a couple more minutes. Anything else going on? Yeah, I just got one thing to say. You know, I'm kind of disturbed. Okay. 2016, we had Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Yes. 
2020, we got Joe Biden and President Trump. Yes. We couldn't find anybody better for these jobs. Well, I kind of agree with you on that one, Joe. You can't find somebody better? (laughs) Where are the young people? Where are the young people? I have a feeling 2024 is going to pivot much younger. I I certainly hope. I I hope so. so. Let's get somebody in there with uh, some vim and vigor that, uh, you know, know, just I don't want them to be too young. I think 50 is a good age for a president. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, but, but just not 80. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. How about not past life expectancy? Or I'm speaking to myself. Not seventy. Let's get some sixty-year-olds, fifty-year-olds, forty-five-year-olds. Someone, someone that's got you know some sense and some you know skill sets. If these Mm -hmm. man, these people that are coming in that are just oh. I did the eye side with. Oh yeah. Thing today. You should probably do that before. It shows you like who you align with right, on everything right. and i'm always a green party person it's like why it's why bother party. voting yeah that's true for that person mean? like because i would get into duty. office this time if you vote for a third party candidate it's not it doesn't it's, you might as well just not vote which is stupid i it hate is, that that's I the know. way it is but it is, but it is the really way it is. dumb but that is how um it is. anyway and then it said like who i align with for the presidential election it shows every possible per, it was like mark cuban Mark was Cuban. on there. Um, Jesus. I'm trying to remember Marco Rubio, like all these people. I was just like, what is happening? Why are there, there was like 20 people. So who are, did you align with? I don't remember. You don't even remember? Did you, do you For recognize the president? The name? For the president? I don't remember who it was. One never knows. Because I only take, because you can take the quiz and you can vote, you can choose every single thing. I only give my answers on things that I actually deeply care about so i don't know it's not on absolutely every policy that they have well the problem i it's got like gay is marriage and yeah stuff like that we got we got a couple <clears throat> people running for governor i wouldn't vote for either one of them so i don't know who the hell i'm gonna vote for. i know that's the well <clears throat> then just there's no point in voting if you're gonna not vote for one of the main i suppose people, unfortunately is that is true dumb but that's the way it is i suppose that is true but i just neither one of them are my kind of person and yeah, it was kind of sad uh, because I know Kristen's coming on in a second here, but um, Bill Clinton did a speech somewhere. I don't know where it was, and he just made a couple of mistakes. But my God, has he gotten old? Well, he yeah, literally has gotten old. But how old yeah, is how he? Old he is literally Clinton? didn't know where he was. Hey, man, just Sammy Hagar. 76. He's only 76? Man, she's younger than... He's hitting that vegan diet pretty heavy, so you know, yeah, he's, maybe he's, that's he's what a it slender is. guy. He's now. not going to meat raffles anymore. But it actually kind of made no me sad to see Bill Clinton unable to communicate all that well. He he did okay, but not that right on that boom, boom, like boom. Joe Biden like level. Yeah, Joe Biden level. That's exactly right. No question about it. But I don't Joe know. Joe Biden or Ronald Trump? All right, Joe. Well, have a good day, sir. appreciate you calling. All right, take care. All right, bye. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader.
Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We'll have Kristen Burton in a couple seconds. She's on right She's on. now. Okay, did you go out and get out and vote yet, sister? I thought she was on right now. I voted last week and my vote was counted. You're and voting last week. What are you? What are you in a wheelchair? I'm here. Jesus, you big baby. <laughs> no. I took my mail-in ballot and I spent time going over all the issues and who I wanted to vote for. It took about an hour and a half, so, voted, yeah. and then delivered it to my voting box. And it, it did count, you said? Yes. They send you a text saying that they've received it, um, and then they send you a follow-up text saying it was uh counted so they they give you follow-up and they'll also let you know like if your signature doesn't match your driver's license Mm -hmm. they'll let you know and say hey you have to give you know follow-up um information or add another signature or come down to the polling place to prove that you are you do we really want to have that much information going out digitally Uh, that's scary to me i mean because everybody on earth can track that stuff down can they not andy uh, eventually who you vote are. for is private, but if you voted as public. Yeah, I don't know about but, that. But if you're registered to one party, that's also public. Yeah, that's the whole problem. And, and I wouldn't be, I, you know, with electronic voting and things like that, I wouldn't be too certain that your vote was private. Yeah, I, I never know. couldn't agree more. Because you have to identify yourself, and then you put your vote in and says, oh, we're not going to identify you. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge, know what I mean, know what I mean, not identify you. <laughs> who you well, for. there you go. Then use your paper ballot. <laughs> yeah. There you, you go, can. paper ballot. Well, that's, that's why voting in person, paper ballot, 
That's anonymous. One thing I don't understand about electronic voting is why aren't the machines and the software open source? So everyone can see exactly what's going on inside these machines. Yeah. That's a good There's point. no reason that shouldn't be. Well, they want them proprietary so that they can make money. Well, yeah, that well, that's why, of course. But, I mean, you think the government would say, no, it has to be open source. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a glorified, you know, counting machine. Mm-hmm. Why do they need to spend billions of dollars on these, you know, proprietary machines? Just... Do you guys think that Steve Simon does a good job here. with that? Because, well, Steve, Steve's been on the show before, um, but do you think he does a pretty good job? He seems to, um, you know, be pretty much even keel. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it seems like it. I don't it know. It seems like it until something really matters and then, you know, the true face comes out. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that is true, but I don't know. Yeah, they're, uh, they are um, – I don't, I don't trust any of them. I don't trust, I don't trust broadcasters. I don't trust. But I just don't trust anybody. So. He doesn't trust you, Kristen. Did you hear so, that? I'm oh, sorry, that was out loud. I'm sorry. Kristen I didn't Bert, mean that. Untrustable. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> so spread the word. <laughs> spread the word, Kristen Burt. is not. You can't trust her. That's all there is to it. So are you? How are you looking at uh, out there in California? That's gonna. That's pretty much your blue state, 100, percent isn't it? It is, but I do think that our mayoral race is really interesting because we have the tried-and-true, like, progressive Democrat Karen Bass running against Rick Caruso, who, I mean, what do you call him, a dino, a Democrat in name only because he's been a Republican up until he registered to run for the mayoral race. He's a billionaire. Um, He has tons of real estate. I mean, does this sound familiar? He has tons of real estate holdings here in the Los Angeles area, Southern California in general big donor to uh, USC, Um, but he, you know, swears that he is coming in as a Democrat, is pro-choice, even though, you know, his voting history and donations say otherwise leading up to this. Um, But he's saying, you know, I'm really here to clean up the city as a businessman. So uh, for a lot of people, this has been kind of a conflicted decision because do you go with the same old, same old progressive Democrat or do you go with someone who swears that they're a Democrat but is really invested in cleaning up the city? Mm, and yeah. he's spent $90 million of his own money to run this campaign. We've seen this before, like Bloomberg Jesus. in New York City. And, See, that um, should not be allowed. I'm sorry. That should not be allowed. Just because you're a billionaire, you can spend so much more money than anyone else. We should not be allowing this. That's filthy. It is. It is. It's. It's. You're, you're able to gain political control, yeah. which in essence can, will also help you financially while you're in office. That's exactly to be able right. To buy that. See, you're buying your office. Influence. You're buying the office, and you're buying the influence by putting yourself there. Yep. That bothers nope. me. I don't. I don't like that. There should be a limit on how much you can That's donate. A, it should be. It should be state funded. Yep. And the election. The election or the campaign should be allowed two months. Everyone has the same amount. Everybody yeah. has the same amount, and everybody gets the same amount. Budget, whatever it is, that's it. Two Done. months, and you get two months to run, not two years, because the presidential election will start in January, February. After the Super Bowl, presidential election starts for two, a year and a half later. Yeah, I can't stomach that, like, basically we have, you know, was it November 15th? I think we have Trump announcing his run for 2024, and I'm like, this is going to be a very long you know, year and a half, almost two years leading up to this election. So he's not going to announce it for another six days? Yeah, he was originally going to announce it right around midterm elections. And yeah, like he last was talked night. Out of that. He was talked out of it? 
he was talked out of it and Good. he pushed it like November 15th. He also like, it's kind of weird that he would do that also. Cause by the way, his daughter's getting married on Saturday, Tiffany Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. So you would think maybe she just wants the week for herself without tons yeah, that'd be of good. noise. Yeah. That'd be nice. And she deserves that. I think it's her wedding. Yes. I agree with you completely. I, I just literally, I just, Kristen, what am I going to do? I don't like either candidate we have for governor. I don't like anybody running for president. I, what am I going to do? I got nobody to vote for. I, you know, I, I feel that way a lot of times. Like, I feel that way oftentimes in presidential elections. Yeah. I really start getting down to what issue do I agree with them on this and how important is that issue to me as a voter? It really starts coming down to And I don't want to be a one-issue voter, but yeah. I have to look at, like, the two or three, like, main issues that bug me as a U.S. citizen and go, okay, how do I align? How does this affect my life? How will this affect my life 10 years from now? Will this, you know, has this person, I don't think anyone's like 100% trustworthy, but have they at least tried to make this policy happen? And I mean, that's really where I'm at. And that's kind of how I voted when it came to my California ballot this time around. And I wasn't straight down the line with one party at all. Um, I refused to be on that. And I think that that has made me a better voter and a more educated voter. Well, see, that I think that makes total sense. I really do. Um, I, I just literally went down the, the whole list of things. I, I just I don't think I could ever be a Democrat or a Republican again. I've been both. I grew up a Democrat, became a Republican short bit, and then didn't like that either. I just don't think I will ever be a, a, one of the... I'm a third-party guy, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know what the libertarian is. I haven't even looked at that. But I don't know if I want to be a member of any party because the first two haven't gone very well, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be a member of any party. I no. am um, NPP is what they call it, no party preference in California. So right. that is where I'm going to stay, and I'm really happy. And also, because my husband's a registered Democrat, he gets the amount of junk mail he got for this oh. state election. Oh, God. <laughs> was in Insane. And he was like, why aren't you getting any? And I'm like, because I'm no party platform. And uh, although I did get a lot of texts like from both sides, like trying to sway me. And I'm like, stop with my phone number. I don't want to hear this. So why do they have your phone number? I don't know. And I don't know how everyone gets it. But all of us in California receive tons of texts of like, vote no on this, vote yes on this. Are you interested in more information on Rick Caruso or Karen Bass? It's like, stop, stop, oh, yeah, I've gotten stop. some of those. Yeah. Yep. Well, here in Minnesota, I just looked down. You've only got eight hours and 19 minutes left to vote. So you better get busy if you're going to vote. I'll be covering uh, Wisconsin's election today. I'm, I'm working with oh, really? Decision Fest. Yeah. So I'm excited to, I know that they have some hotly contested elections, so I'll be interested. I'll only have a couple of um, districts to handle, but I, I'm really kind of interested to see how that plays out, too. Do they start uh, coverage of that on the, on the uh, networks, what, around 7 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock your time? I know that NBC News is doing some like nonstop live coverage. I know that they have some pretty comprehensive coverage. So I'm assuming the other networks will follow suit. Oh, that started already? Um, I know they're doing updates throughout the day. And then as the polls close, they'll be wall to wall. Because, yeah, the polls don't close for you until, God, the polls close for you at 11 o'clock New York and 10 o'clock here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we're not going to know much of what's going on. But the big ones are, are aren't aren't all the big races out on the East Coast, like you know Florida and Pennsylvania and New Hampshire and a lot of the big. Yeah, Pennsylvania is really obviously between Doctor Oz and uh, Fetterman. Uh, with that race, that's a really big race. Yeah. I think um, you have Georgia. All uh, oh, right. Yep. Gubernatorial race. Um, oh, and also, of course, the the Senate race with. Um, was it Warnock and um, Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker. Um, it's a close race for New York governor. I think that that's been. I think the Democrat will pull out ahead, but I think that that's been a little bit close, closer than maybe Democrats expected. Oh yeah, Zeldin. Uh, and, and Oregon, I know, is going to have a hotly contested governor's race. So there's some interesting races to watch, and just oh, and Texas, of course, where you have Abbott yeah, versus yeah. Beto. Beto, Bill, Beto's still running. My God, Beto! Once you learn a lesson, like nobody wants you around, get lost. He, his, the race is probably closer than Abbott would like. Let's put it that really? way. Yes. That surprises closer. me. And it's interesting because, and this is this has been a thing too, um, that you have Republicans who show up at the polling places to vote, but you have Democrats in record numbers in Texas voting early and voting with the mail-in ballots. Oh, yeah. So, and that's a big a political debate as well. So it's really interesting to see um, how that will play out, and if they need more than today to count votes, um, we will see. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. Like I said, I've never been. I don't know. I, I you know, I've had for, like Tim Pawlenty was a personal friend of the family. So when he ran for governor, I wanted him to win. Obviously, same with Norm Coleman. When Norm Norm Coleman first uh, came around as the mayor of St. Paul, uh, and he and I became friends. He was a Democrat, but then later on. Because a couple of things happened in life, there were some babies that that were lost, unfortunately. Uh, so it made him change sides because it, it, it hit him very hard that you know, baby, he had lost a couple of babies and all that. Aww. So you know, voting for friends is one thing, but it just, I just, I'm looking at this election day—a deeply split Minnesota goals to the polls, but every place. And is this not true? I don't know about in California. But certainly in Florida, and I think in Texas, that the Latin vote has switched in a lot of places. I don't Very know. Republican. What happened? Why did they? Do you know why they switched? Um, I think a lot of it um, started in Florida, where you have a lot of the Cubans, and it, it really, yes. honestly, yes. has now been divided within the Hispanic community in countries and where they're from. And, you know, you had a lot of the Cubans who aligned with Donald Trump yep. and started voting Republican and have been traditionally conservative. But I think that when Donald Trump came, uh, was voted in 2016, that really started, created a wave. And I think that you have a lot of um, Latinos who are disappointed with the Democrats and, and yeah. people don't feel like their voice has been heard. And, you know, sometimes people switch parties or, you know, sometimes people just go independent and they kind of go every four years from party to party going, okay, this candidate represents me, this candidate does. But right now they're swinging towards the Republicans. What's so weird, and I, I don't know, I don't really have an opinion on this, so I guess I do, but they want to make Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico the 51st and 52nd states? Really? <clears throat> So I think Puerto Rico probably desperately wants it just because they yeah. always feel left out and they 
they have been still struggling since uh, what was it, Hurricane Maria? Yeah, how that, many years yeah. that now? That's true. In power, when the, and I feel like they feel like they'll have more access to emergency funds and everything else. Being a state, does DC need to be a state? I don't think so. I but I, I, so. I understand completely why Puerto Rico wants yeah. that. Statehood. You know, I think, and I think uh, the United States should buy Cuba. Yeah, we, we should, should buy we Cuba. Should just, I like that. We should just buy Cuba, and that'd be the best state ever. Boy, the best island and best tobacco. Oh, just think of it. What Can I fuck? have Castro's mansion? Because I've seen it from the outside. I've never been in it, but I've seen it from the outside. Can I buy that? Sure. The cuisine. <clears throat> I love Cuban cuisine. Oh, Cuban food's wonderful. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. We, we were gone a little bit uh, a while ago, and we uh, talked to a, a Cuban immigrant from three years ago. And he, he talked to us. He was, he was speaking of what Cuba is like. And he says they, they buy plenty of police cars, but no ambulances. <laughs> Why? They want to take care of They That's want to really suppress weird. the people and control the people, but they don't care about your health care and getting you to the hospital. Oh, that was God. out of his lips. And I just thought, from an interesting place. He says, not a good place. Cuba? Cuba. We enjoyed it when we were there. I loved it. I thought it was terrible. The people could not have been nicer. And why can't we go now? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. They shut it down again. You're right. I bet you can go, I think, by plane, but you can't go by boat anymore. I don't know what that's Yeah, and I think about. it's, like, limited. It's it's not – With I guess the tail end of Obama's administration, it was open. It yeah. got closed again. And now it's, like, sort of open. Sort of open, yeah. I tell you, one time in your life, you should go see the – go to the Tropicana and see the shows. It's just amazing. just to sit in the Tropicana because you know obviously that's where Desi Arnaz was supposed to be. Uh, yeah, you know what he, he was supposed to be a player down there at the at the Tropicana, and you see these beautiful Cuban women walk out, and they're all wearing palm trees on their head. You know, they're they're hats obviously, but they're shaped like palm trees, and it's just it brings you back to the Lucy and Desi show. It really does. And where were the casinos? That's so cool though. Oh, it's I mean, very obviously- cool. Politically, it's been a struggle for the citizens of Cuba, but it has, there is yeah. something cool about stepping back in time yeah. for, as a visitor. This Cuban immigrant, he said it was better under Batista. Yeah. The city was better under Batista. What, honey? Where is Nana? Nana's at the house. That's why I told you to come over, but your mom doesn't want to come over. She she said, forget it. I just have stuff to do, and we're going to nope. be over at your house for like forever tomorrow. Oh, she said, nope, you're out of the mix. Okay, that's Too what I bad. Said. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant. 
doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home listed on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Where did you get a French fry? I got them a grilled cheese. Their grilled cheese downstairs is delicious. Is it really? Yes, it's really good. I'm glad. I love a good grilled cheese. That is my comfort food. It's grilled cheese and fries and a pickle on the side. That's exactly what they're eating right now. (laughs) Oh my god! I need to come over right now. (laughs) They're they're crinkle cut Uh fries. Does that make a difference? What is that? Oh, I love a good crinkle cut. Okay, good. Well, then you'd like this meal. Grilled cheese sandwich. It's a really good grilled cheese. She wants you to have a bite. Okay, you want me to buy? Okay, well, I can't talk for a minute here. You can you review. Talk. Andy, block his mic. We got to get the review of the but how grilled cheese. How do you get a bad grilled uh, cheese sandwich? Uh, this one's really craft good. Singles Wonder, on bread. Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Isn't oh, that delicious? Not melt when the cheese isn't melted right. Yeah. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. stuck on there. Well, what kind of bread is this? It's delicious. It's just like a multigrain. It's a thick cut multigrain. It's oh so God, it's And I think it's like two different or three different types. I think because a really good grilled cheese, in my opinion, it needs cheddar and Swiss. Swiss is so underrated. You know, Campan- Campanile was a restaurant in L.A., and they had Thursday was they do grilled cheese. They had a great cheese shop, great bread. Of course, they made their reputation on bread and baking and things like that. And they had the grilled cheese where they would have all the different breads with all the different cheeses as a special one night there. So they had different kinds of cheese on different kinds of breads as oh grilled cheese. God. What what Campanile is closed now. It's long gone. You know what? Mm-hmm. I used to go um, all the time because there was one near my house was Jerry's Deli. You would know Jerry's Deli, yeah. Ralph. Sure. Because um, yep. they had them all over Los Angeles. They're all gone. They they all closed during the pandemic, sadly. But sometimes on the way home, I was like, it would be cold. And I'm like, I cannot cook tonight. And I get grilled cheese and fries. They had great matzo ball soup. They were so many good comfort foods at Jerry's Deli. Well, that, that's that's the cult. That's the whole culture of a deli and uh, uh, I guess deli Jewish cuisine is it's that comfort food, whether it's the noodle pudding, whether oh, it's the God. whether it's whether it's the, you know, pickled uh, the half sours, whether it's the pickled green tomatoes, whether it's your your uh, uh, corned beef on the rye. You know, I, I feel Lord's like, is closed I now. I feel like we got to now each say our comfort foods. What are our foods that it's like? Food, comfort foods? Yeah, comfort foods. Mine is um, buttered noodles. It's basically like a poor person's cacio e pepe. It's buttered noodles with Parmesan and pepper on it. Oh, God, that's good. And um, New York Superfudge chunk ice cream. 
and oh, then yeah, the back to nature brand of like they make an Oreo, yeah. but it's back to nature brand. Oh, delicious. Or mint Milano's with tea. Those yeah, are my. I do. Well, yeah, I'm well, a well, well, I'm well, an no, emotional no, eater. Your comfort foods. Yeah. Man, you have a whole bunch. Man. I have a lot. I'm an emotional eater, though, so it makes sense. Like last eater. week when Grandpa died, I just ate like so much, so many of those Back to Nature Oreo things. Good. That's, it was fantastic. That's part of the healing. Yep. Part of the healing. Agreed. Tom, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. My birthday was yesterday. Ethan, Andy's son. Uh, yes, matter of fact, we all got together. The family got together, and that's all I care about. As long as the family's all together, I'm good to go. I love it. That's great. I, I got several hugs from uh, my grandchildren, which I really liked. You got your Whoppers stolen? Got my Whoppers stolen oh, by my grandkids. Children. I got a box of Whoppers for my uh, my birthday, and my <laughs> grandchildren stole them. Mind you, okay, I didn't just give him <laughs> well, a box Well, you know, that happens. Which it does happen. He's a difficult man to shop for. Mm-hmm. What? What you, do you mean? Well, you don't like receiving presents. No, I It don't. makes you feel That's uncomfortable. True. That's true. But then if we don't give you a present, you're upset. That's not true in the least. Okay. Well, history says otherwise. <clears throat> and it's what you. What presents I get last <clears throat> night from you, I did. Yeah, and then he gave you a wild cherry Pepsi. He gave me a wild cherry Pepsi, which happened to be something I already purchased. Well, but you drink it so much. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing with you. It's like, why well, I, I usually just get you pictures of the kids. Because it's like, you don't, want, that, you don't want anything. Nope, I don't. You don't need anything. You don't have any hobbies. What do you. What? You don't know have hobbies. no hobbies. I used to. <laughs> he doesn't have any hobbies. He has no hobbies. He walks, which mom got you walking shoes. She did. Mom got me Which you were thrilled shoes. by, but that's like your hobby. You I have them on today, right now. Yeah, but that's like the thing that you do is you walk. And you, I walk and I hang out with my family. You that's work, what I like to do. You walk. You watch TV. And, and I hang out with my family. Yeah. Good. But Sounds that's why, like a good life that's why I just got you a bunch of snacks. Well, nothing wrong with that. Because you well, like to see snack. What Andy brought me? You're where I got my snacks from. We got him the small bag. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Andy got me, uh, it looks like a suitcase it's a cost, full of... It's uh, a Costco size Chicago mix. Cheese and caramel mix. Oh, what, Chicago what, mix. What is brand so is it? Credders? Yeah, Credders. Yeah, Credders is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. It is good stuff. So that's the deal. So that that's what I would tell you. My comfort food is Credders, uh, caramel, and cheese popcorn. Well, see, that's the thing. See, I was going to go. say, we got you all of your comfort foods you for did. your birthday. Mm-hmm. We there got you, go. you all of your little snacks that you like to have around. It's all true, no question. How about you, Ralph? What's your what's your yeah, what are your comfort Whoa. foods? Comfort. His are gonna be fancy. Yeah, probably his are gonna be fancy. Alright, that's some braised meat. Braised meat and Bordeaux. <laughs> there you go. You know Any Coca meat would be Coco Vin. Coco Castle I was gonna say cassoulet. See, but fancy. you can't get so, But a comfort food is something you have to be able to get. Yeah, you really. can't really get cassoulet. So see, that's why my comfort food is buttered noodles with parmesan and pepper. Because no. you can just make that anytime. That no, is good, I'm gonna, though. I'm gonna go like Jacques Pepin. Comfort food, good bread, good butter. Done. That is good. And Kristen Burt, your comfort food. She said grilled cheese and fries and a pickle. Oh, that is yours too. Okay. That is mine, 100%. Andy, I, yeah, that's right. You started this whole thing off with that. Andy, I forgot easy that. enough. What are your comfort foods? I have no idea, to be honest. Well, he goes in a, you are a very, because you're an emotional eater too, but in a different way. Because you get attached to, you, 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 no, you hyper 
fixate on a food. Yeah, I'll eat the same thing for like six months, then I won't eat it for five years. Yeah, or it'll make you, <laughs> or you'll develop an allergy to it because you ate too much of it. That hasn't happened in a long time, actually. I know, it did happen for a it long time. It used to, yeah. Like it constantly was happening. Really? Yeah, like when we lived together, the amount of specific... Well, name one. Come on, Matzo ball soup. Oh, oh God, I Why they close through a very large... Yes. Yeah. It's gone? He went through a very intense matzo ball soup phase. Wait, yes, wait, so you're, you're telling me, all of the Jewish delis have been closed. <clears throat> we lost we lost Lincoln, well, Lincoln, Lincoln Dell's long gone. And then in New York, uh, Carnegie. Carnegie Dell. Yep. You know, I guess Gus's Pickles is closed now yeah, in, in New York. What are they doing? You know, uh, the Jerry's delis are closed in L.A., where are our cats? where is our Jewish population? Is cats Let's still go. Was what's still open? Cats, cats Deli in New York. Is that still that open? I don't know. I, I don't think know. it's still open. But I know Carnegie's closed, and I used to love to go to Carnegie Deli when I lived in New York. <coughs> Delis are it. just like not in anymore. I don't know why. Well, it's not healthy. Well, come on. matzo ball soup. How is that bad for well, you? There's, there's a certain Jewish population that like that sort of I thing. There's the no best late night food. It yeah. is. I mean, if you went out drinking, everyone would go to Jerry's Deli at like 2 a.m. and because they were open 24 hours. <laughs> nice corned beef yeah. on rye. Mm. Oh, Melissa yeah. text messages. Don't he can't eat that alcohol. It was perfect. Melissa text messaged me. He can't eat Cheerios anymore. That's true. Because you can. ate too many Cheerios. Now he can't eat Cheerios Why anymore. Why can't you eat Cheerios? They make him sick. Yeah. No, they give me diarrhea. Well, which makes you. Oh, yeah, look at that. That was a lot of information. Like a lot of information, Kristen. Yeah, I don't know why. I used to eat just like. A whole box of Cheerios. See, that's the problem. Well, I don't know. You eat the whole like box of Cheerios every single no, it's, day. It's, it's just intestinal looseness. Yeah, exactly. Intestinal looseness. I, don't know, I think I could always eat a bag of white cheddar popcorn. That's, that's probably Ooh, I do love white. Boom chicka pop. Exactly. Boom that chicka white pop. cheddar popcorn is it's good. next what's the name level. The, what's the name of the popcorn place in Chicago? Oh, God. <laughs> Um, good, good, good. It begins with a G. Chicago. Uh, Garrett's. 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 Yep. Yeah, Garrett's popcorn, popcorn shop. Now, now that's the popcorn because oh. they make it fresh in front of you. They're making it fresh that does right help there. A lot. And when they and are. And their cheese popcorn is buttery. It's like buttery and cheesy. Oh. Yeah, and it is hardcore. We gotta wrap it up. I gotta go get some popcorn. <laughs> well, you have popcorn right next to you. You, you gotta, gotta go get fly to Chicago for your birthday. I gotta. You know what? I gotta get to Chicago. Anyway. Have they cleaned up downtown yet? Um, I went in July and it was a little rough. I thought it was that's a little rough coming yeah, out of the pandemic. Kristen, I cannot tell you how sad that makes me. I spent so much of my life in Chicago doing voiceover. Matter of fact, Sharon Watrick sent me a happy birthday message. Sharon was my agent for, God, 30 years. I love that woman. But oh, she I, was I, like Joey's agent on Friends. She oh, was that's so amazing. funny. Oh, oh yeah, cool. that's right. God, what was her? Estelle? I Estelle, think? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But that's, I'm just giving the people a picture of this woman that you're talking Who's about. Your, who was your agent again? A plus, A plus, okay. A plus. Sharon Lindsay. Watrick. Sharon, her name that was that's her that's her uh, married name. Okay, Lindsay was with Eleanor Moore. Oh yeah, Eleanor Moore. Yeah, well here that's here. No, no, wait, Amelia Lawrence there. Amelia Lawrence. She yeah, was Amelia Lawrence in Chicago. I get they, they both Eleanor started Moore with here. Yeah, Amelia Lawrence. She was with the Playboy agency to start. Then she was with uh, Amelia Lawrence. I'm there. still with Moore Creative, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Kate, my buddy over there. One of these days, if they stop besmirching me, I'll probably do voiceover again. What do you think? Yeah, you should. Besmirch. You're the number one voiceover person in the world. In the world, it's, I say it first. There the number you go. One voice. People can't see this talent. There's a problem. There's a problem.
My my favorite still is when <clears throat> listeners walk up to me because I did a I did a bunch of movie trailers back in the day when I lived in New York, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And I did one uh, with Christopher Walken and Sean Penn in a movie called At Close Range. Oh, I remember that movie. Remember that movie? I did the movie trailer for that. You can still find it on the internet, I'm sure. But they, I closed with saying this. You ready for this? The close line on At Close Range? Do it. At Close Range. Like father. Like son. Like hell. <laughs> huh? Oh, man. What do you think of that? Doing movie trailers. Who was the, the famous guy that did them for years? And Don LaFontaine. Yeah, Don La- from northern Minnesota, as a matter of fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he would just travel in his limo from studio to studio before everyone had their own studio set up. Like, you don't have to leave your house, and you can just, you know, be the next Don LaFontaine. They, they don't got... do movie trailers like that anymore. They don't. No. That once they don't Don LaFontaine died, they stopped. They don't so do voiced-over uh, movie trailers bad. anymore. Yeah, they don't. You're I right. I don't think they do voiceovers on movie trailers at all, really, anymore. It's hmm. like TV, uh, jing- uh, like opening credits, like all the, the songs. They don't do those anymore. No, they, they don't really do don't, do either. they? Too expensive. I'm sure I that's guess, part of it. Yeah, the jingle writers. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who'd love to be a jingle writer. That's like the ideal job for a lot of music. Oh, I, feel like jingle, I feel like jingles could make a huge comeback. Like what's oh, totally, yeah. They'll seem fresh to Gen Z completely. God, that was so much fun back in the day, honest to God. You know, I could close with this. Sorry. Oh, my God, it's noon already. It's 10 o'clock in the morning out there, sister. What time do you get up in the morning, Kristen? Um, I got up at 6 a.m. today. Do you usually do that? Yes, because I usually work out um, before I start work. I All either right, go cause... to a class. Sometimes I take a 6 a.m. class, or otherwise I go out for a run. Whatever I end up doing after I live at KQRS, we should have you on as a guest once in a while. Because I don't want you getting up at like 4 in the morning every day out in California. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. A little tough. <laughs> I have cats. I'm used to it. <laughs> they want to be fair. I'm tough. Nah, honest to God. it's Okay, so any predictions? Let's go around the table. Who? Uh, who... We'll start with Kristen because she's not at the table. Who you got as your winners in California? Ah. Uh... I, I think Rick Caruso is going to pull it out uh, for better or for worse. We don't know how this is going to play out, but I think it's going to be a big shakeup in the L.A. political scene. Gavin Newsom's going to win easily um, yeah. in our state, but I think that the L.A. mayoral race is really the one to watch out for this today. So who do you think is going to win it? Rick Caruso Rick over Caruso. Karen Bath. Yeah. Okay. I, that's one thing I love about Italians, by the way. If your last name is Caruso, you're going to have some form of Enrico as your first name. <laughs> It's Rick, it's Ricky, it's, but it's, it's a short version of Enrico Caruso, no question about it. That's right. Uh, stop giving me food. Oh, no, you get the big piece. Oh, I get the big piece. She really likes... She's bringing me more food. She really food. likes gifting people food. She does, yes. She gets that from me. She's been doing that since she was like two. Forever. Yeah, forever. That's, like her, that's her love language mm-hmm. is gifting people food. If you, okay. if you say you like something, she'll just give it to you. Like when she was trick-or-treating, she saw that... Nana likes milk duds, and yeah. so oh, yeah, she kept right. on yeah. giving her all of her milk duds. Mm-hmm. So all the milk duds went that way. Okay, so basically, now we got Ralph. Who you got? I think Walsh is going to win. Although I'd love to see the doctor win, but no, I think Walsh It'll is going to win here. Yeah. Guaranteed to win. Yeah. It's Minnesota. They yeah, can't true. vote any yeah. other way. As frumpy as the guy looks, it just <clears throat> he looks like he's a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty fond of Maria. Well, no, he just he looks looks weird. He kind of does. He's just a. Odd guy. Odd Who else? Walls? Yeah. 
Well, they both are. I mean, well, they both I mean, are. That's yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But Kristen, we will talk to you next week. Yes, looking forward to it. So we are more than you are, sister. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> All right. She's Have a, a good week, you guys. You too. Thanks a lot. Hi, Kristen Bird. I love Kristen. She does a great job. Number one. All right. Anything else nationally we should know? Do you think? Uh, what do you think about the Senate? What do you think of the House? Oh, Democrat, House. Democrat, Democrat. Democrat. You think? Well, no, it doesn't look good for the Democrats at all. I mean, in Minnesota. Oh, in Minnesota, yeah, that's a different deal. Yeah. I'm talking nationally. I don't know. It's I don't impossible know. to say. They, the Republicans, think they're going to take both. Which, boy, that'd be a hell of a comeback. I'll tell you that. Depends on which party can print fraudulent ballots faster. The thing, the thing that I have a hard time with is, is okay, if I just choose who I'm voting for based on the issues that I deeply care about. Yes. I, I'm There's no one. No, because I'm very much with one party on some yeah. and very much with another party on another. You can't vote on, on issues. You have to vote on, like, batch things. It's like, yeah. So it's like... It's it's annoying. Like, I know some friends that are, like, single-issue voters. They're like, I don't care who it is as long as they are, you know, no. whatever. The, the, and when you do a single-issue voter, you end up voting for someone who says... is go, the vo, the candidate who says the things you want to hear yep yes, and they that's exactly lie it. it's, they I know. can't do what they're going to do there's a thousand pieces of that so mm-hmm. you, you why to... is it that we vote for people instead of policies yeah you're right why not just like install some neutral person as the governor and then people vote on each individual policy that they want to put out welcome to switzerland there you go switzerland seems like the ideal place to live if you are a multi-millionaire well you have to have some money you have to have a lot of money they don't want you there either you need need money you don't need a lot of money because there's places to live there where you can live Reasonably, but it's just the food really? and the transportation. I it was like the one of the most expensive places on earth. Lake Lucerne is. Yeah, well, Lake well, Lucerne, but there's a lot of small towns you yeah. can live in. You can live in Switzerland and enjoy the uh, the Swiss. In fact, there was one place in Switzerland they were giving the houses away hmm. because they couldn't. People were leaving the, these towns. You just got to so, learn a language that a total of a hundred people on earth speak. That's, well, that's, <laughs> that's right. Very Swiss German. True. You have to learn Swiss, Swiss German. Swiss German is not mutually intelligible. I with was, I was told by a person who German speaks who was Swiss. Or, about Swiss Germans, don't bother trying to learn Swiss German. It's yeah. just it's its own pop. language. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny about that when when your mom and I were in Basel, mm-hmm. Switzerland, a couple of years ago. I'm watching the TV news. Boy, is that different than American TV news. <laughs> they open it up with this guy who's been living in Switzerland for 40 years. He still has not learned how to speak speak the language. They said, "Get out." They threw well, money. They the should honestly. Uh, there's a magic trick. Oh, please, I'm going to watch a magic trick. Okay. Oh, boy. Sim Salabim. Oh. What? She turned napkins into ketchup. <laughs> napkins into ketchup. How did she do it? She turned it back into napkins. Oh, my goodness. What a talent. All right, got to wrap it up. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.